Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. The new book that comes out October 13th, 2020 is called Wise as Fuck, Simple Truths to Guide You Through the Shitstorms of Life. And what I'm about to unload on the nation this week is my wisdom of the week, which I think you'll see applies to every single person listening to this podcast right now. It doesn't matter where you're located in the world right now, okay? You could be in Iran right now listening to this fucking message, and it's the same. You could be in South Korea. You could be in fucking Tennessee. You could find yourself in London or Scotland or whatever the hell you might find yourself, all the beautiful places in the world. This message applies to you, your life, your community, your situation, okay? There is a lot of divisiveness here in the United States right now. It is very obvious. Right? It's almost every fucking news item that I see contributes to the divisiveness. And no, I'm not going to go off in some tangent about mainstream media. Right? If you spend any time on the internet these days, you will see that it's all mainstream media. Okay? YouTube is fucking mainstream media now. Right? It's all out there. And we're swimming in a slurry of information. But all it's really doing, it seems to me anyway, is dividing us. Particularly, you can see it in this whole COVID thing. It's fucking insane what's going on in this country, right? And I mean, it's insane. You know, I've heard people call it the fucking scamdemic. I've heard people call it the pandemic. And I would assert, and I'm going to say that whatever you stand on this issue, you're pretty dug in about this fucking issue, right? Mask or no mask, okay? I wear a mask. I have no fucking problem wearing a mask. But, you know, from my in-your-face upbringing in Scotland, wearing a mask, like, what the fuck? What? So what? Who fucking cares, right? But I get there are some people that are all seven shades of fucked up about this because they feel as if their rights are being infringed upon all that stuff. Okay, I got it. You might feel your rights are being infringed upon. You might not feel as if your rights are being infringed upon. You might feel as if your rights are being infringed upon when someone won't wear a fucking mask. Which brings me to the thing that is my wisdom of the week. You'll notice when you get dug in about something, you have a very specific reaction, right? So you are in the process right now of making those that don't share your view, you're making them wrong. They're making them wrong for what they do and what they say and how they act. 
And then you wonder why we're divided. Now I'm going to say something pretty fucking radical here. That this is something you've been doing for a long time. That you've been making people wrong that don't share your view. That you've been making people wrong because they don't see life the way you see it. You've been making people wrong because they don't see certain situations the way you see it. That you've been making your fucking parents wrong or your siblings wrong or your friends wrong or your workmates wrong because they don't dress the way that you think they should. They don't talk the way that you think they should. That they behave in a way that you think they shouldn't. La, 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 la. You'll even make them wrong because they have been making you wrong, which means you're no fucking making them wrong. And on and on and on and on. And it's important to me as somebody who's out to develop not only myself, but those who listen and read and follow my stuff online, that we are out to produce excellence in human beings, that we're out to be the kind of human beings that actually not only can impact the quality of our own lives, but we can actually impact the quality of other people's lives. And you guys, this is a big part of uh, wise as fuck. You see, when you start to take responsibility for how you are, you start to realize that there's a bigger game to play. And the bigger game is the world, your situation all the way out to the world itself, that we actually have to make a difference. One of the ways that we can make that difference is by being someone who can coexist with others who don't share our views. They don't see life the way that we see life. But you got to engage yourself. You got to have some fucking intellectual rigor. You got to realize that all human beings are coming from the same place. It's a place of survival. And if you've read all of my books, you'll know that human beings are hungry, thirsty, dying of thirst for certainty. So when new things do come along, they scramble to make it as certain as possible based on the old model. So if you're someone right now and you've participated in this divisiveness, here's my coaching. Fucking cut it out. Cut it out. Don't be the one who gossips. Don't be the one who throws other people under the fucking bus. Don't be the one who joins in their little private tribe getting together, throwing another tribe under the fucking bus. We got to share this planet. We got to share our homes, our street, our neighborhood, our city, our state. We have to share it with lots and lots and lots of different people from lots and lots of different backgrounds. It's not about imposing your view on others. How do you know that doesn't work? Because it doesn't work with you. You wouldn't accept it. So why the fuck are you trying to ram it down somebody else's throat? It's about coming together and coming up with situations and solutions that actually work. So you can be somebody who sits and fucking complains and whines and unloads your bullshit on fucking Facebook, or you can be somebody who's out to make a difference, to contribute. If you're going to complain about something, why don't you take that complaint as a personal area of ownership and start to do something about that? If there's divisiveness, in your relationship, if there's divisiveness in your family, if there's divisiveness in your place of work, if there's divisiveness in your community, don't join in the divide. 
Be different. Be one of the ones that brings people together. Be one of the ones that, that's willing to speak out for a community or for a family. You know, I fundamentally believe that all families can work, even if they're not together. It's a situation that works. And it can work for everybody. It might be unusual to people looking at it from the outside. But for everybody that's in that environment, this situation really works. And I mean really works, not in a kind of sour way, like don't talk to me ever again. That works. Because ultimately, I think you'll find that doesn't work. But at the same time, if you're going to be somebody who's part of Unfuck Nation, you got to be somebody who's unique and vital and who stands for something greater than, oh, your views are different than mine, so fuck off, right? That is one aspect of humanity that has not transformed since the beginnings of fucking time. Okay, wisdom for the week over. We're going to go to a, a break, and we're going to come back with a couple of questions, right? And including our question of the week we're going to get into. We'll be back in just a moment. Hang around. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Unfuck Nation. My name is Gary John Bishop. For this next segment, we're going to have our very own Alex Trebek, Mr. Stephen Miller with the questions. Stephen, welcome back to the podcast. Another great week to be here. Love that wisdom, Gary. That was sick. All right, good. Awesome. Um, I don't know. My, my teenage son says sick. Suddenly I feel hip by just fucking hanging out with you, Stephen. That's pretty cool. Hip adjacent versus hip replacement. Oh, I like that. That's good. Sounds like you've been preparing that. That's good. That's awesome. Only been thinking about it for the last week. So we're good. There's nothing better, by the way, than when you've got a line that you've been thinking about and then the opportunity arises for you to say it and it fits perfectly. Those are the fucking best times. I love that. That's awesome. All right, Stephen, so what's our first question? So Gary, the quick question this week is kind of a follow-on from last week and even kind of gets into a little bit what you were talking about, about divisiveness. It comes from the idea we all get triggered in different ways, but how we respond, of course, is unique to us. So regardless of the way that we respond, what can we do to lengthen the fuse and stop getting so fucking triggered all the time? We all get triggered in different ways and we all respond to triggers in different ways, right? So there's the obvious ones when you see those videos online and social media, when people are clearly triggered and there's shit falling out of their mouth, you're like, oh my gosh, that is so offensive, right? I think one of the little things you got to bear in mind is when people say offensive things, sometimes they're just triggered, sometimes. The point of saying offensive things, by the way, when you're triggered is to wound another. So you're going to say the fucking worst thing that you can say. Sometimes when people are speaking, they are speaking from their own set of beliefs. 
how often that is, I have no fucking idea. But there's not a person on this listening to this right now who hasn't said something in the past that they look back on that thing and they wish they hadn't said it, right? And that doesn't excuse, by the way, some of the really fucking shitty and awful, bigoted, racist, fucking terrible things that people have said, right? It would be foolish to pretend that they don't. And I'm not excusing that behavior in any way, shape, or form in the fucking slightest, okay? Let's get that clear. However, we're talking about you and your life and your views, and you notice when you're hooked or triggered, right? I prefer to say the word hooked, but, you know, I'll say triggered. And when we're hooked, you'll say and do things that typically you wouldn't say or do. But like I said earlier, not everyone's the same. Not everybody responds to a hook or a trigger with anger. Some people get quiet. Some people retreat. They pull back. Some people are very vocal. Some people cry. Some people get depressed when they're hooked and triggered because they're reminded of something about themselves. Hooks and triggers are a big part of being a human being. Everyone has them. They do them in different ways. Even those of you that think you're pretty robust, try on the idea that you're burying your triggers and your hooks. You're overcoming them in moments, okay? Human beings do spend a lot of time suppressing how they feel. But you got to start doing a little bit of work around. You got to start understanding what's it really about. So a quick way to get to that is if you can picture in your mind's eye, the thing that someone says that sets you off, right? Think of one recently and you were set off. You'll realize you weren't actually set off by what they said. What you were actually set off by was what that means to you. And when you start to see things in terms of what it means to you, you'll start to see a lot of your upsets are uh, very personal to you. Some of your upsets, by the way, are connected to some childhood shit that you never completed for yourself. So as part of your development, you should be doing something, whatever it is, read books, do courses, seminars, workshops, whatever you got to do, to get complete with your past, all your past. Okay, so there's lots of that stuff around. Find one that works for you, but you should absolutely be doing workshops. Maybe in 2021 or 22, I'll do. I'll start doing some workshops. I really think I should do some of those things. So you should be working on getting complete because a lot of your hooks and triggers are connected to that. And then the other one is the end of moment. So the end of moment one, and I use this one a lot, right? In my second book, Stop Doing That Shit, I talked about your three conclusions. And if you haven't read that book, you got to read that fucking book. Like there's a lot of my philosophy in there. But one of my conclusions is what I've concluded about other people. And what I concluded about people is they don't give a fuck. People don't care. And that gets hooked and triggered daily. I hear somebody say something or do something. And if it fits into the category of they don't care, boom, that whole emotional state that's connected to people don't care arises. And then the beast is unleashed. The beast is fucking unleashed on whoever happens to be within earshot. But I've gotten better and I continue to strengthen that muscle at interrupting that. And how I interrupt it is I first notice, oh, people don't care. I realize that it's my hook. But also, like, really, right there in the moment, I start dealing with 
what I'm committed to in, as a human being, which is making a difference for others. So when, whenever I'm triggered by people don't care, I get interested in them. I actually start to get a little more curious about what's going on with them and how they're doing. Is everything okay? I immediately flip it to them. And I notice like that trigger of mine disappears. And I don't just flip it to them like to blame them or something. I am authentically interested in what's going on with people. But it's a muscle. And if ever you do find yourself going off on one with somebody, as soon as you realize you've done it, clean your fucking mess up, take full responsibility and reset the game. Remember, developing yourself takes time, but it's not a destination. It's more like a pastime. It's more like something you're now up to developing yourself. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Okay, Gary. So I've got our big question here this week. This one comes from Kevin, good friend of the show. And Kevin asks, like a lot of others, I'm super busy. I've raised my rates, but I'm still overloaded with work. I think that means that the struggle is saying no to people. Do you think that's the case or should I be looking at things differently? It's a good question. Although it's the kind of conundrum that I think a lot of people would like, right? Like I'm just, I'm really good at what I do and, and I'm in demand, but I can't say no. There's two points to this, I think, for you, Kevin. One is, is your unwillingness to say no related to some earlier scarcity in your life? That is when things were tough and you didn't have enough. So you're afraid to say no in case that thing comes back. I find that's very common for people. In fact, I know I've done this myself. So in times of great growth in my business and, and you know, when I used to have a coaching business, I would notice I would start to try and retain the growth. And that's not growth right? That's not how you grow. How you grow is continue to look for what's next and what's next and what's next and what's next, because that's what got you into this space of growth. So that's the first thing I would, I would look for if I were you. Are you trying to retain something, like hold on to something? Or are you trying to grow something? And if you're trying to grow something, whatever you're growing into will require a new set of rules. So there would be a certain kind of limit to what you're willing to put into it. In my case, when I had my coaching business, at one time I had like 30 clients a week. And then after a while, I realized I'm not going to do that anymore. 12 clients a week is where I'm at. Sometimes when I had that 12th client, I would get a 13th offer. And sometimes, you guys, it was for a lot of money. You know, I'll be honest, it was a lot of money and very, very tempting. But what was critical to me was the integrity of the future that I was building. That is that I said X, and even though I'm being tempted by this other thing, it's important that I stick to X because that's what I gave myself to. I gave myself to that particular model. So whatever got you here, that kind of growth, if you like, one must continue to operate in that mode of growth Although you might now be growing into different things, which includes being very specific about what you're willing to do and not willing to do in terms of that setup that you have. So saying no, while sometimes for many people can be a painful thing, what's mostly painful, by the way, is that you're concerned for what the other person might think. In that case, what you should say to the person is, look, obviously, I don't want you to think badly of me and what I'm doing. And I'm going to say no at this time. Now, you'll notice I'm not saying 
unfortunately, or using any of that kind of dramatic language. All you're saying is, I'm saying no at this time. That's important for you to train yourself to be that kind of human being. And sometimes, no kidding, some of the greatest leaps that I've seen people make in the life has been in the moment where they brought themselves to say no. You don't need courage to say no. You don't need confidence to say no. All you need is a moment of time. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. Don't explain why you're even saying no. Don't dramatize it. Well, it's really been a lot, and I'm really da, 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 da. it's all insincere bullshit. Don't do that. Just be straight with people. At this time, I'm saying no. Thank you for interest in what I do. And if it's okay with you, if that changes at some point in the future, I'd like to be able to get back to you. Period. All right, you guys, thank you so much for uh, listening to Unfuck Nation this week. As with every week, we're out to impact you to make a difference in the quality of your life. For all my fearful knowers out there, all of you, those that kind of struggle with saying no, this is your fucking week. Come on. Get a no out there. All right. Give a big, bold no and have it be an unapologetic no. It doesn't have to be a pissed off no. It can just be a bold stand for the life that you're out to live. Say no. Be okay with no. As usual, if you want to be featured, if you want to have one of your questions, comments, or situations discussed with the nation, you can reach us at connect at garyjohnbishop.com. You can also find us by telephone, which is fucking amazing to me. Our telephone number is 646-450-3203. 646-450-3203. Have a fucking wonderful week. And we'll catch you on the flip side here on Fuck Nation next week. Have a great one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.